Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Well, bro, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's really cool to catch up because um, I think it's now been several months since we last spoke. So, yeah, I can't, I can't remember when it was, but I know that it was, I think it was November. Was it November? Um, yeah, around that time. The album came out very end of October, so I just can't recall whether we talked before or after that. But after, I know. Crazy times, bro. Yeah. But uh, yeah. thanks for joining us on the show again, though, man. It's good. Pleasure. <laughs> It's yeah. good to uh, have a chat. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, of course, uh, if it seems like hell has frozen over or thawed, maybe. <laughs> and touring is happening again. And of course, uh, you and the boys are going to be hitting the road in support of your latest album, Coherence, uh, which we spoke about last time. Uh, it got received extremely well. And uh, now it, it's time to hit the road and take it to the people. How are you feeling about it, bro? Good. I like the way you framed that. It's like um, there are currently pigs flying in the sky, so we'd better get out there and tour. Like we said, we would when that happened. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> been six years um, since we last played in Australia, and that is a long time. So we're excited, and yeah, so far tickets are selling pretty well, and I think that's partly because it has been a long time. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I saw that. Like there was like the update on the page where it's like ticket tickets are flying. Dude, yeah, all- we've um we get I mean destroyer lines are awesome and they tell us how we're going with sales and say look share, spread the word a little bit and I think it's up to sixty percent sold or something like that so it's going well and um it's still like yeah nearly three months away so we're rehearsing and getting ourselves nice and ready for it hundred percent reckon it's going to sell out eh uh we'll see I think maybe some venues will and some won't we'll see how we go but uh, I'm hoping that we'll go close to that it would be great yeah it's going to be awesome dude. Yeah, it's going to be so good. And of course, uh, joining you on this run are uh, the Orpheus Omega Boys and uh, Andy Gillian. Dude. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, that's one of the reasons I'm really excited for the tour is it's a, such a cool lineup. Um, I think it will appeal to pretty much anyone in Australia who enjoys, you know, melodic progressive metal. Like it's basically got um, a lot to offer. And I think the fact that it's Andy Gillian's first ever live show or shows is, is going to be really cool. Yeah, that's going to be huge, dude. I mean, I saw, well, I played with the Orpheus guys a couple of weeks ago, Metal Health up here. And man, yeah. they, they're just on fire. I hadn't seen them in a long time. They were so. They, cool. um, they bring <laughs> a great deal of energy. Like they are a high intensity show. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for the actual lineup. I think it's, and, and then there's going to be some, like a local support for each city also announced soon, which I think will be another. Um, additional kind of draw card because I think there'll be some really good bands there too. 
Have you locked that in yet? All the, I think the some haven't. I think so. Destroyer Lines have been working on it, and I believe yep. some bands are um, offered, and that's being worked through now. That's awesome. That's really cool. And of course, uh, I mean, how did Andy get on the uh, get on the tour? Because I mean, I, I used to listen to his stuff with Moore's Principium. Yeah. I can't even say the name properly. I've never been able to Moore's Principium S. You can just call them MPE. MPE. See, oh, why did, why I've never done that because but uh man you know his work with those guys when he was his run with them and uh you know this is his uh solo stuff yeah which you know how how did that come about getting him to come down and and do these shows with you guys what i don't quite know is how long he's been based in australia for um because i get the sense he's like living here now but maybe hasn't been living here Uh. for that long i think i could be wrong but that's the impression i've got um, I should actually probably know this and I don't know this, which is a bit embarrassing, but in terms of how it came about, you know, Destroyer Alliance just got in touch with us and said, this might be possible and would we be keen? And we were really keen to make that happen. Um, and then I think, I believe Orpheus Amiga and Andy are pretty close as well. They, um, you know, work together on some, some projects, help each other with some cool stuff and make some videos and, and so on. So I think that connection might've been quite helpful as well. That's really cool. Man, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be such a good tour, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, as we said before, the album's been received so well all around the world, and people are just really just hanging to see you live. In regards to the set, though, because it's been so many years, how's that looking? Are you going to be focusing most on on coherence, or is it going to be uh, like a mix of of previous material? It's been a, a topic of a bit of debate within our band. Uh, um, someone was pushing for, you know, a bit more coherence and someone was saying, no, that's too much coherence. And so um, it'll be a mix, obviously. We'll make sure we play several songs off the new album and we'll make sure we try to hit as much of our discography as we can in one set because we do have long songs. So that, And now yeah. we've got five albums. We just have to be a bit selective. But um, we will try to hit as many of the songs we, we think people are most keen to, to hear and get a nice mix. How, I mean, how do you guys sort that out? It always It's always up for debate, isn't it? Within bands, like what songs yeah. to play. You know, everyone's yeah. got their favourite. I've recently gone through it where I didn't want to drop a song and the other guys, yeah. oh, it's dropping. And I'm like, had a bit of a tanty. I'm like, yeah. we're not dropping this. All oh, right, we're dropping this song. Like, how do you, how do you come to that yeah. agreement? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. not easy. Uh, we we spent months just having, you know, because we've got like a band chat, just throwing ideas yeah. around and um, that started things. And then we started rehearsing and I think one song actually got dropped after playing it and sort of feeling, okay, maybe we can make a, pick, a better pick than that. Um, sometimes a few little technical issues impact. So like different tunings, like um, some of our songs require the guitars to be set up in different tunings and, and we couldn't have too many of those in the same set that require multiple guitar changes and that sort of thing. So we just, you know, balanced all of this out to try to make the set work for everything. Oh, that's cool. So no fisticuffs. Not really. We're pretty... Um, <laughs> pretty civil. <laughs> we keep it pretty low key. I haven't seen any fisticuffs <laughs> in our band yet. I yeah, hope that doesn't happen. But yeah, we've certainly talked about it a lot and um, I think we're happy with the mix we've gone with. That's awesome, dude. I can't, I can't wait to see it. Of course, I mean, since the album came out, you're probably getting messages from all over the world, you know, one year to tour there. And, you know, has there been any places that you haven't been that, you know, you're starting to get offers for now that 
you know, you're, you're looking at for the near future? Uh, yeah, like it's hard because obviously even on this tour, we've been unable to get Perth into this run and we are apologetic and disappointed about that. So like we're, we got some people obviously upset that we weren't coming to Perth on this tour, which we'll try to make sure we can do soon um, when we do some more shows in Australia. And then for us, it's all about probably America being the one we've never done before. Um, oh, true. So 2023, we are planning a US tour now. Um, and then 2024, a European tour, we think. So we're just fitting it in around um, our, our you know, other commitments in life. And then we will also do, I think, some more Australian shows, you know, again, before the, between this tour and the next US tour, for example. So we'll see how we go. Because you, you guys have done Europe, you know, which... We've been there, yeah, three times, but only for two to three week blocks each time. And so we've really just done Germany yeah. and then Czech Republic, Romania, Portugal. So some unusual places, like we've done the big German festival, um, Summer Breeze, three times. But apart from that, we've only kind of dabbled in other spots. We've, so we've never really done a comprehensive European tour. See, uh, I've got mates who have played, done the Europe thing, and they've done the States thing as well. And some of them have said it's a little bit more trickier for the States. There's a lot. Yeah, it will be. And that's probably why we've done Europe a yeah. few times and never done America. So I think when we do US, it'll be a different sort of tour where it'll be like your traditional get on a night liner, night rider bus, night liner bus and yeah, yeah. play a different city each night for three weeks. Um, different, whereas the European ones have been more like line up as many festivals as possible. And really in summer in Europe, there's not much opportunity to do the club. A lot of the clubs are closed. So you sort of have to pick or choose which if you're there in August or summertime, you're probably only going to really play festivals in Europe rather than clubs. What, what do you mean by the club? Like, sorry, this is because I don't get out much. Um, what do you mean the club? Yeah, I mean, last time I saw you, I was in this room. I haven't left. Um, how, <laughs> how, what do you mean by the, the clubs? So basically, like, we, I remember when we first went to Europe, we were like, we've got a festival offer. Yeah. And now what we want to do is book a bunch of other shows in like smaller, normal types of gigs um, to not mean that we're going there just for one festival. And it was actually quite hard to get that done because a lot of the venues, smaller venues, bars, normal sorts of metal venues actually shut down, close over summertime in Europe. Um, so we found it quite hard to book that in that sort of July, August time because really at that point there's 15 festivals happening around Europe and everyone's on holiday and that's sort of the way it works. So whereas in America when we go there next year, it'll be... A, a club tour where you're not doing festivals, you're just going city to city, like venue to venue to venue. That blows my mind, dude. <laughs> that just blows my mind that they'd be like, no, we're all going on holiday, eh? Like, that just Such a relaxed feeling. Like it's so nice being in Europe at that time because it feels like every single person is on holiday. Um, and to the point where, yeah, some of the venues aren't really even open and um, everyone's going to festivals and it's, it really does feel quite nice. That just would not happen here, hey? No, Europe's quite different in that respect. Yeah, that's um, crazy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but it's I, I like it though. That's that that yeah. is pretty cool. That is. But cool. we do expect the US tour to be a bigger, like logistical undertaking. Um, pretty expensive. Um, a, a lot of care needs to go into making it actually work properly. So it won't be easy. Man, I I reckon it will be too. But it'll be worth it though. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are gonna just absolutely smash it down there. Over. Yeah, I think it should be good. We we've worked. We're working with um, like Napalm Events, basically. Yeah, you know, cool. Aligned to Napalm Records, and I think they are getting enough 
feedback to tell them that it's worth running the tour basically like they needed to decide if it was going to be feasible and i think it will be based on what they're hearing so that's cool that's fucking cool man that's really cool and of course uh, uh you know the reaction to the album worldwide has been excellent but have you been getting messages from fans telling you how the record has affected them personally and and how they're connecting with it in in places all over the world now a little bit definitely like obviously facebook's good for that um and it's always nice to see that. And we have been a bit surprised, I guess, like we've seen both comments. We've seen people saying it's really different and a bit unusual and not what they expected. And then others saying it's, um, you know, exactly what they hoped for. And so, and everything in between. So you have to take it all with a grain of salt because it can't kind of please everyone. But I think mostly there's been some nice feedback and uh, that's really good to see. Now, how are you personally prepping for these this tour? I mean, obviously, from the word go, you're going to be hitting the road pretty hard. Like, uh, you know, you haven't done in a little while. So what's yeah. what do you got to do to prep yourself? I just crack my knuckles. Do you? Are? You just go. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm quoting Seinfeld on that. Um, yeah, I mean, we're only rehearsing once a week at the moment, but we're doing a really solid rehearsal when we do meet up. And... Um, we know we're working at hard at home. I think Elliot's the one that works the hardest. Obviously, the drummer, he, he really works hard to um, get tight and be ready. Uh, George has he's got a lot of work to get ready because he's um, rhythm guitar and vocals and that some of his riffs are fairly involved. And his, we, when we placed lyrics over these songs on the new album, we didn't take into account, you know, how hard will this be for George to actually play live? So he's, he's talked about a couple of riffs that are going to really push him this time yeah, yeah. Um, to deliver the vocals really tightly over those riffs. So, um, But as a band, yeah, we're, we're working to get ready. I think we'll be really good um, and tight by the time the tour comes around. Uh, but personally, being the keyboard player, I feel like I have a slightly easier gig than some of the other guys in the band. So with gear-wise, though, you, have you had to upgrade anything for, for the upcoming tours? A little bit, and especially George and um, Sean uh, talking with, you know, people that we know, you know, from other bands that are helping us get ready because, yes, there's been some changes in terms of what is the norm or what the best practice is in the past six years and similar to what I was saying before about the tuning of certain um, guitars that we need to work out and um, I think Sean is going to be using, we're using some more wireless leads and some a bit of in-ear monitoring for some, not all of us, but some of us on this tour that will just, hopefully help us um, a bit more than other tours. So it'd be great. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. It's going to be such a good, man. I, I can't wait to see you guys up here. <laughs> I'm like so chuffed. Like I remember last time we were talking, I'm like, is it coming? Is it tour coming? You're like, yeah. 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 No, it will be cool. It'll be good to see you there. And we will uh, endeavor to get you some nice, you know, free beers and stuff. Uh, oh, no, you... nah, you don't have to do that. Yeah. I, I think we will. I won't say, I won't say no. I won't say no. I think we'll have to do that. So make sure you come and find me or one of us when early in the night so we can actually do that. That would be cool. I'd be cool. But I, you know what I have to get, get off here is get that vinyl. You're gonna have to you're gonna be bringing some vinyl with you. Hmm. That's a good point. I think we talked about that last time, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I still yeah. I, I'm still like that's why I said I'm as I'm gonna see you guys in person. I'm, I'm a bit worried now because we only got, um, we didn't press any vinyls in Australia. Napalm sent us 20 or 15 free copies of Coherence. It's always weird when you talk about a label giving yeah. you a free copy of your own album. Um, but yeah, they gave us 15 copies. We are going to have, we'll have to keep one aside for you. I will buy that 
I will I will throw all the money. Yeah, all no, we'll give it to you if we. I'll um because Destroyer Alliance is, is using some as giveaways, so I might email Bailey and say just keep one aside. Oh man, I'll uh, be happy yeah. to pay. I'll be happy to support you boys. Absolutely. We'll see how we. I think they'll all get given away as part of some competition or something. So we'll, I'll try and get one saved. If you. you can, if you can just get one one aside, because I've been, mean, I'm like, I have to get it. And if you can, guys can sign it, that would be even better. Because I'll be I'm making a note right now. Straight to, to the to pool room. I don't have a pool room, but it'll go straight to the vinyl collection. And I can't wait. Well, to what's, is that a background or a real behind, behind you? Is that This is my very messy uh, studio. <laughs> well, that looks... um. That looks like a pool room to me. Like that's where it could go, basically. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got a little thing where all my vinyl goes. I can't because I, I want to experience it. As I said, I, I want to experience this album on vinyl because it's such a a brilliant fucking album. I've heard it a ton of times, you know. Yeah. You know, but have you have you done that yet? Have you sat down with it on vinyl and and appreciated your work that way? No, partly because I don't have a vinyl player and partly because I find it hard to listen to our albums, actually. Yeah. Um, especially recently, because I think when you pick up an album that you made 10 years ago, you can forgive all of the things in it that are kind of quirky or mistakes because it's like nostalgic and, you know, isn't that cool? We were young, whatever. But these days, any of our recent albums, I don't, I find it hard to listen to them and, and actually stop noticing things that I would change. So, wow. Yeah, uh, maybe in ten years I'll I'll go back and listen to Coherence and really enjoy it. <laughs> that blows my mind because it's such a for, you know I I keep saying how how much I enjoy that album and how everybody loves it. But I guess you your own worst creator like I I do the same. Like yeah, I hear you both. you would know you would know. Oh. Like I mean, you're gonna hear things that would be in your mind mistakes or even just decisions about mixing. Often it's mixing where you're like, I would have liked to hear that riff more. So these are things other people won't even think about. But for us, um, I find it hard to ignore them. But uh, that's always going to be the case, I think. So, Did you end up getting a copy of the, uh, you know, you were talking about the special edition last time in the nice... I did. I've got that. In fact, somewhere around here, I've got the coin. Because when I'm uh, working, I always play with the coin. Um, That's right. We were talking about the coin. So it's all coming back. I don't know where I've put it. But yeah, I do like the coin and I play with it uh, when I'm at work all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. It, don't lose the coin. <laughs> I tried using it to buy things and no one will accept it as legal tender. So I just have to play with it. Oh, it is. Well, you could. How much do you reckon it, you'd like? It'd have to be worth a lot. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this, this coin is worth $1,000. At least. At least. At least. Yeah. So, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh man, that's awesome. Are you bringing any of those with you? But, um, we'll make sure. I don't think so because again, we didn't print like the label presses a certain number of them, and, yep, yep, and yep. that's it, and that's all they make. And then I think they sell them through their store. So apart from the, the small number of free ones they send us, yeah, we don't have any. Wow. It's, um, wow, it's man. Interesting how it works. Have you been getting photos from people all over the world with theirs? That yeah, that's be- one of the coolest things about releasing an album. I think like that week or three around the album release when people are getting their mail ordered version come to them and is unboxing type videos or whatever. That's always exciting. Really cool to see that happen. Where's the, where's the craziest place that you've, you've seen photos from? I can't actually think of any that are crazy. Cause you know, 
a lot of them are from America and the and Europe, um, yeah. and they're they're sitting in their living room just happily like filming themselves opening it. Um, so I'm going to let you down and not have a single exciting story to answer that oh, question. That's all right. No, no, but that is exciting. Like for me, thinking you know you put all this effort into like the artwork, the box, the album, everything, and there's someone over the other side of the world that you've never met in probably some little town that's in the in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they get this box and it's there. It's like their Christmas, man. And they're opening yeah. it for the first time. Dude, that must be such a rad feeling. It's fantastic. It's exciting. And, um, you know, obviously as a fan of music, the next week you're having that, that same experience as a fan, not as a band. And, you know, you do know what it means to people who, who have paid to get it because um, you have that same experience with other bands you love. So, yeah, it's really cool. That's awesome. Is it something you want to continue into the future? Definitely. I think possibly even do it better again next time. Like I think um, we this was the first time we'd ever had a box set or anything. And I think next time you could even try to make it uh, more special or think of other cool things to do. So that'd be an, uh, one to aim for. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. And in terms of, you know, uh, more material, another album that you guys starting to write already or? I'll be honest. We haven't started writing again yet because we've moved into touring prep mode. Uh, yes but uh probably only about now is when i'm starting to get that feeling again inside that you want to do some writing because it does take at least three or four or five months after releasing an album to get that sort of phase out of your system and you probably feel a bit exhausted from that process so yeah now is about the time when you get that feeling again i think what about projects outside the band are you are you involved with yeah. anything else yeah there's actually it's now that you ask, there is a, at least, well, Elliot has um, at least three other projects he's involved in. And I've recently nearly completed a side project that I'll be releasing like in the next month or so. Um, yeah. So, yeah, my one is like a piano and synth sort of um, more ambient, but very sort of no drums, really no vocals. It's more sort of um, piano based, um, but I'm really keen to get that out. And then Elliot's got um, one called, Dusk Cult, which we shared a link to on Facebook a while ago, which is like a rock, a black, black metal slash what's it called? Um, rock, black rock, black rock. Like it's a kind book. of yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like um, yeah. really sort of headbanging kind of black metal stuff. That's a bit more heavy. And um, he's also involved in what else has he got? He's got his own side project called Lone Totalisms, which I think is on Bandcamp and Spotify, uh, which is extremely experimental stuff. Um, and he's also he was recently involved in Future Corpse, but that's not the case anymore. So he's always active in a number of projects. Um, it's he's sort of prolific like that. And what's yours called? Yeah, it's called you... Secluja. Um, so S E C L U D J A Secluja, um, and that'll come out. Yeah, I think in about a month. I'll, oh, it'll just be streaming um, at this stage, but it'll be fun to get out. Yeah, man, hit us with the links, eh? Definitely keep checking sure. it out. That'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. But it's a more mellow experience. Like if you um, you know, we've got a piano song on our first album. And if you like that, I'm sure you would like Secluja because there's a lot of piano in it. Yeah, awesome. Hey man, I listen to a lot of different stuff, not just the brutals. So I'm yeah, definitely me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely keen, eh? And uh, of course, I mean, I saw that you guys are, are running a competition too at Stay Golden Melbourne to launch uh, their metal night. You're giving away like signed vinyl and, and side of stage viewing and, and sound check access and stuff yeah. like that. Tell us about that. That's really cool, man. 
Yeah, and that's why I'm worried to make sure you get a vinyl because we've given some vinyls that almost the only ones we had to destroy your lines to help use as part of giveaway. So I need to make sure we keep oh. one for you. Oh. Um, I will. I'll try and make sure. <laughs> but basically, you know, this gig is, I think it's the 18th of May and it's um, a fairly new um, metal night at Stay Gold. And so, um, yeah, we just got a giveaway there to basically give anyone who's there on the night the chance to go into a draw. And if they like the band and they want to have a go at that, they can win. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool pack. I guess um, side of stage would be interesting to watch and getting a signed vinyl. So um, it'd be fun, I think. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That'd be, yeah, that'd be really, really cool. You know, but, um, I mean, this is one of the things that Destroyer Lines are good at. I think we're working with Bailey and he's very creative and he's very passionate and he's doing a really good job at helping us to sort of market things and, um, yeah, really enjoying working with them so far. He's a good dude. You know what? Shout out to Bailey. He's out there somewhere. I know he's somewhere there, out there in the, in the internet. Exactly. Yeah, I was, yeah. Shout out to yeah. Bailey. I was messaging him the other day. He's a good dude. He's a really good he dude. Is. He is. And he's been, um, for a long time, I would say for two years, we've had contact with him and he's probably gotten quite sick of how long we took to be able to be ready to tour. But um, now that we are doing it and he's helping us, he's, he's really doing a great job. But as long as I've known him, he's always been a, a massive supporter of, you know, underground Australian metal. Yeah. You know, he's really been, you know, before Destroy All Lines, he's, he was always that dude that was pushing, you know, underground bands. Yep. And I think he kept that attitude a little bit in the selection of some of the support, the local support bands where, because there was a lot of bands that I think were expressing interest in that, but he tried to combine, you know, who are the bands that are going to bring a great uh, crowd to the show with who are the bands that are really up and coming and maybe not as well known, but have a great potential. I think he's kept that attitude through that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I think we need more people like that. So, um, Hey, shout out to you, brother. You're out there somewhere. (laughs) I wish it was a beer, but not a beer, you know, (laughs) is it a coffee or is it a tea or it's water in a mug. That's our, Fancy I am tonight. I've got to go record some vocals, so I'm on beer. Oh wow, cool. I've got to go yeah. beer, good boy. Just demo stuff. Okay. Yelly yelly screamy screamy stuff for a couple of hours. Do you do like um a tea or a honey or any sort of prep like that nah, for your vocals? Nah, it's usually just a beer. But you know, I've got to I've got to go easy, you know. Because <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know, you gotta you have one, then you're like, okay, I'll go another. Oh yeah, and then by the time it's like you can't drop it. I don't want and to. by the time you're into, you know, well into the night, you you think your vocals are really sounding quite amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm that guy that's going, just give me 20 more takes. Yeah, just, exactly. I'm yeah. sick of, look, my fingers are itching up. I just can't. They're cramping up, man. I'm like, just let's go again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I, I, I'm sticking with water for the minute. But, um, dude, what else is uh, on the cards? You know, you got this tour coming up. Look, I think we're going to, well, there's something else we're working on that I think we will announce in, I'm not sure when, in a few months, maybe, that I'm very much looking forward to if we do it, which I think we're planning to do. Um, but yeah, it's there's something else cooking, which is not yet fully planned, but I'm looking forward to it. Give us a hint. Well, probably this is a bit of a letdown for you, but it's probably most exciting for Melbourne-based. Oh, people. okay. That's all right. Um, it's all but- good. Yeah, it'll be interesting um, if we can make it work. Man, exciting stuff, dude. Well, yeah. uh, man, I can't wait to see you boys up here, that's for sure. 
And uh, I appreciate you hanging out again. We'll have all the links down here to the tour. And of course, Coherence is out now. Go get it everywhere because it's phenomenal. Everyone's heard it. But if you haven't, like, what planet are you being living on? Because it's <laughs> phenomenal. It's one of the best releases we've had in this country for a very long time. So uh, I love it. And I'm not even saying that, you know, I'm, it's too much water. No. That's the water talking, isn't it? Yeah. It's the water t- no, yeah. I do. I genuinely love the fuck out of that album. So, uh, dude, thank you so much, my friend. And I'll uh, look forward to seeing you in person, not just this little little square on the screen. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Uh, thanks, Nev. You're a very good supporter of the band. So it'll be good to catch you in, uh, in at the Brisbane show. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 